0: the drop with frank and brian is officially brought to you by switch suspension switch suspension specializes in all vehicle chassis components lift kits lowering kits air ride suspension wheels tires steering and brake upgrades they use all the best products from the best brands and these guys are truck guys you roll into their parking lot at the shop and they all drive custom vehicles so they use their products that they sell on their own vehicles So if you guys are looking for anything for your vehicles, whether you're just starting out or you just need some replacement parts or whatever, give them a call or visit their website SwitchSuspension.com.
1: Recording, recording, yep, recording, recording. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Drive with Frank and Brian. We're sitting here with Seth from Switch Suspension. I don't even know your last name. What is your last name? <laughs> McAtee. Oh, okay. All right. That, that's how you say it, right? Yeah, McAtee. Yeah. Okay. Just
2: MCA. So I get McAtee all the time. Yeah. It all
1: up. Okay. Just Seth. Just, Seth, 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 Seth from Switch work. Suspension. Yeah. Thank right, you how you doing, man? Good. Really good. good. Nice. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Well, yeah, you're the you're the presenting sponsor of the podcast, so yeah, we figured hey, at some point we needed to have you come on me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh,
2: this is cool. This is my second podcast ever. Oh, yeah. So excuse my,
1: you know, I'm an amateur at this. Yes, yeah, so are we? That's all right. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs>
0: no, we're just making up as we go along. Yeah. yeah. You just have to scoot closer to the mic a little bit. Yeah, not like lean into it, like where you're comfortable. Makes I'm good. Like scoot like, the chair up a little bit. Yeah. There we go. All, all right.
1: right. Now. Now we are ready to begin. So not bad. Yeah, so basically, we just want to sit down with you today, just kind of like talk about Switch in general, you, you know, how you kind of got started in the whole thing and just kind of start from there.
2: Cool. Yeah. Um, So I've been around it for like my whole working life. When I was 14 years old, I got a job at Pro Auto Parts. I used to like stock the little bins. I was the kid that would go out into like the retail showroom area, grab the parts For the wholesale guys to deliver so i would just get this order from some wholesale shop you know a Mm -hmm. regular oil change or mechanic shop hey they need this starter they need this alternator they need this bushing or ball joint and like i got it i ran around the shop in the warehouse collected all in a bin boom 14 year old kid just put it on a shelf ready for delivery guy to go deliver it so i just been in auto parts like my whole life yeah checker auto parts after that for a couple of years and then i just got into the aftermarket truck accessory stuff worked for a shop called street beat mm-hmm. uh, for eight years uh, watched it just grow tremendously with online sales like that was the beginning of online sales really and
0: what you so what year was that like 98 Street Beat. 98 so yeah. i worked at
2: street beat from 98 to like 06. Oh, okay yeah and and it was cool because when i started at street beat like I started at the very bottom. I was like the shipping helper. So there was like a shipping manager, this dude Bear, and then there was me, shipping helper kid. You know, I'm 17 years old. Oh no, I'm sorry, I was 19 years old then. So 19 years old, I started working there as shipping kid, and I just like worked my way through the entire business. So I was the seventh employee when when I started. At one point, there was like 36 employees that worked there. It grew
0: tremendously, online sales did was Street Beat what did they, they do the ragtops right
2: yeah so street beat uh owned uh the like well they just manufactured the sliding ragtops that you see on tons of mini trucks and stuff uh so they've done that like forever yeah and um they had a few other things the the top, like the convertible top kits and some old school kind of mini truck stuff but when they really kind of took off like right when i started there this was like Fast and Furious, dude, like we were selling neon undercar. Kits, okay, so
1: like early
0: 2000s. Spoilers, yeah. body
2: kits, Euro taillights, headlights, projectors, headlights, like all the stuff, you know? And like, that was
0: right when the internet kind of.
2: Yeah, man, right. I mean, they had an online store and it was, you know, I was obviously the second shipping guy. So it grew enough to need two shipping guys every That's single great. day, Wow, right? And so what I did was I knew I didn't really like being a shipping guy and like sales looked super cool. So I was like, I tried to move my way up there. So shipping was like, would stop at like four o'clock. And then so from four to five, the shop showroom was still open. So I just hang out and just mm-hmm. shadow with the sales guys. And I had this one dude, Jason, he was like the sales manager. And like, he kind of took me under his wing, like helped me out with a bunch of stuff and just was super cool. And so then I kind of transitioned into sales, then worked my way through sales, also the sales manager, got out of sales, started doing purchasing and then like purchasing manager and like, and the shop is growing at the same time, like super exponentially. You know, we got a marketing dude that we got from Mattel, like a serious blue call, you know, business suit dude. Right. And, and, and then we got this entire department that is adding stuff, data entry, they're adding stuff to our website. There's five people in there adding stuff to our website for Mm -hmm. eight hours a day. I mean, just a machine, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was wild. So yeah, anyway, worked my way through that, but then housing crash. 0, 07, you know,
3: yep. started, yeah, like you know whatever. Down.
2: I guess, yeah, because I was at Street till till like 07 because it was kind of right when all that happened. And then, dude, our sales, I mean, we were over a million a month in sales. And wow. It was just like, dude, down, down, down. That entire department of data entry dudes, six people, gone. Mm-hmm. Like, Mattel guy, 190 grand a year, dude. He's out of here, you know. Yeah. And so basically what happened was, I was the, like the next big expense, right? I was kind of the GM and the purchasing manager. And so, yeah, I unfortunately got, you know, laid off. Um, so then I, I just kind of knew the process. Of, I knew what they yeah, did you learned everything stuff. So I, I learned every step of how that business worked. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I know that there's there's still a way to make money online, you know, it, without this, this job. So yeah. So, yeah, I worked some other jobs. I actually ended up over at like Chassis Tech slash it for six months. How was that? That was trying. Yeah, I, honestly, <laughs> like, like a very I, nice know, I knew what it. I was getting into. And so my deal going over there was I was supposed to start this new product line of air struts and air management systems for cars. So cars were kind of Volkswagens, Audis, and that stuff. Yeah. This was this is you know after Aircan Honda days. This is like strut bags. Getting into and mm-hmm. the newer suspension. nicer stuff. Yeah. And so my pitch to Joe and to Airbag it was, I'm going to come in and start this whole nother division that, like, cares about quality, cares about, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, just the dumb stuff, like having a cool logo, yeah. being present on social media. Yeah. Just, you know, dude, a bo- it comes with a box, you know what I mean? Like, instructions. <laughs> like, dude, if you've ever bought stuff from AIM or Airbag it or Chastick, whatever, if you are in town here in Arizona, you, like, go to pick it up and they just, like, hands you the spindles no box no instructions yeah. mm-hmm. your hands get filthy dirty carried into your <laughs> yeah. car you know and it's like so that was my plan and dude like six months in i realized like
1: that's this not gonna-
2: dude joe is not yeah, all of a sudden i was the shipping manager you know mm-hmm. like oh we fired the shipping manager we need you to go out there and i'm like
1: what dude which is so crazy because like i remember airbagget.com and all that stuff would just run those massive ads in mini trucking and mm-hmm. be like four or five pages yep. deep Yep. So like it, it's it's interesting to to hear that to find out that it it's maybe maybe you know this guy's like adept at what he's doing, but yet in his like magazine presence is just like so strong. You would have figured yeah. it was like this. Well, giant he's got company. a good
2: niche, right? He does put out some products, especially like the cut welded bent steel stuff that that is decent. You know, the the parts where he goes bad, I feel like is like the electronics. You know, so any of the management are they stuff still around? Oh, absolutely. They no. actually. So he sold it. Uh, about two years ago, and the new guy that owns it uh, is uh, a good dude. I think he's really trying to turn around, and do a better job. You know, because mm-hmm. the 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 bones are there. Like it, he's got everything he needs to do a great job. It's just the leadership was not great, and yeah. so mm-hmm. this new guy he's really kind of turning around and funny. So the guy said is my was my mentor at Street Beat. Mm-hmm. He worked at Aim Airbagit Chassis Tech before he worked at Street Beat. And he's back there, kind of spearheading the, oh, really? the like turnaround the of the image and oh, really? stuff uh-huh. like that. Yeah. So he's trying to he's doing that and he's just this guy Jason. How cool yeah, of a great. story would that be? It's it's yeah. just it's just yeah, he's there's got some st- stories too. Like Joe dude. Morrow that he's got old stories. He's got old eighties, nineties mini trucking stories here yeah. in
0: Arizona with Radical Tops yeah. and Rosa kids. Of, of Joe mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, Joe was a crazy dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember, remember like the, the ads where yeah. he would wear, yeah. a, a,
2: like, a tuxedo. <laughs> exactly but like I was going to break up. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'd tuxedo, but, like, in swim shorts flip yeah. flops or yeah. something. And, yeah, he was, he was kind of like the Richard Rollins of, <laughs> of many truck <laughs> stuff, stuff, you know, in the 90s and 2000s. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, interesting character. I mean, can't knock him too much. He was successful at what he did. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Eventually sold his business. And yeah. And then going back to like the when you started at uh, Street Beat and that stuff, what were you driving then? Like what? So I had a mini truck then. Yeah, I was going to say like what spearheaded you into trucks in general? And yeah,
2: so I was a Volkswagen dude, honestly. Yeah. But my first, very, very first car was an El Camino. But, it was, you know, muscle truck, car, truck, whatever, muscle car. And started restoring that whatever and then I turned 16 when I turned 16 that car was still full-on project So I had to get something to drive. I Uh I wanted something to drive. Yeah, so my mom had this Toyota truck But it was a four-wheel drive. Yeah, so she had it just bone stock, whatever really wasn't driving it anymore Mm -hmm. And so I bought that from her like made the mom-son agreement. I'll make payments to you (laughs) Oh, yeah, (laughs) this thing was like 4,500 bucks, dude, right? I I have none of that So but she let me drive it I lifted it, we, you know, put big tires on stuff, did that for a little while, but then my my younger brother's two years younger than me, he got a Volkswagen when he turned 16, uh, and like the Toyota was just, it just ran, dude, it just mm-hmm. did its thing, I yeah, lifted it, was, it, put tires on it, and yeah, then kind of done, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, the bug, like, it kind of required some attention oh, all yeah. the time, so me and him were just wrench on it constantly, you know, and like, I just kind of fell in love with how simple they were, yeah. and like, just different, whatever, mm-hmm. and so then I just I had to have one. I got one, sold the truck. I got myself a bug and then I did air-cooled Volkswagen so stuff for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny thing, and then my brother bought a mini truck and I was like, you know, first thing I'd ever seen on bags, first thing I ever rode what in a bags. What was it? It a 95 S10 V6 five-speed. Both Those right. trucks yeah, are cool. Single cab short bed. Those, yeah. those are so rare right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's, like, yeah. yeah
0: like, um, I remember a guy in our club had one, and it scooted like. Yeah. I mean, it's just basically a chopped down LS. Especially. Yeah. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Or the Vortec, whatever yeah. it is, but like, yeah, those, those, the, especially the fast. It, it had
2: the fast. Christmas tree of manual valves, ball yeah. valves. Oh nice, you Yeah. Got go, yeah. Like, oh, bro, Close just, these, just, there was no compressors. <laughs> yeah. Nitrogen only. Mm-hmm. You know, this is back in the day, dude. What, what around so, what time? What year was so this? So that would be ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Oh wow. That'd be ninety-seven. Yeah, because that was right before I got mine. So. So after he got his and I was like, dude, this is so cool. Like I want one. The, plus I wanted AC again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like let's face Driving it. a Volkswagen in yeah. Arizona. Like, not no, I the drove business. an air cool Volkswagen for like two years. And it's like, dude, I'm over this. Yeah. Like I need a real car. <laughs> so I go hunting for this truck and I find this 98 Frontier. Yeah. Extended cab. It had been bagged by Hack Shack. Oh, really? Okay. It's got Hack Shack big sticker on the back Those are window. brand new trucks then too. This, this mm-hmm. was. This was a one year, old, yeah. one year old truck when I bought it, it had like 10,000 miles on it. Just set up, no fast bags, push button, fire oh, stones, yeah. switches you know, the manual below. things. two Thomas compressors, couple of steel, couple mm-hmm. of steel yeah. three gallon tanks in the trunk, had a nice flush tonneau. Anyway, cool truck. It was on Chrome Pathfinders, like nothing really super special yet. So I bought that truck. And that's what got me really going with the air suspension and just like the truck scene Mm -hmm. and really kind of falling in love with like, dang, it's kind of really cool to have a truck. Like this thing does all kinds of stuff. I can sleep in the bed. You know what I mean? Like I could tow some stuff and I just kind of fell in love with just trucks. Cheap to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the mini truck stuff. Yeah. It was inexpensive for sure to drive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. it's uh, Mini trucks are just, they're just super useful like that. Yeah. So what got you interested in like the mechanical side of things, like the suspension side of things? Was it more sales and then? No, What? That, what so
2: this is this actually the focus for Switch and being really chassis related products focused uh, honestly came way later. like yeah. Right. Kind of at the advent of, of Switch because I realized through selling all the accessories at Street Beat. I was like, dude, I don't care about selling neon under car kits, mm-hmm. Euro taillights or even billet grills stuff I might like, but it's like, Hey dude, you can kind of get that at all different kind of places. Yeah. Like I think like when you buy a new vehicle, especially, or you acquire an older used vehicle, that's bone stock. Like the thing that sets it off for me is the stance and the wheels, the shoes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like those two things make the biggest impact of the look, the style, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, that's what I like the most, you know, Yeah, I'm going to focus on that. And yeah. so that's what I said. I said, set it off. Like, I'm just going to be really good at this area. This is the area I want to be good at. So it's anything chassis related, not so, not really drivetrain, but suspension, yeah. brakes and steering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I try to
0: like laser focus on that stuff. That's and that's the first thing people buy. Typically. Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? Typically.
0: Heck yeah. So that's like the, the,
1: the uh, the first like iteration of switch is, mm-hmm. is concentrating on that stuff. Yep. So, and that was, so you, you started in 2012, right? That's what, yeah. You
2: was... So, so predate 2012, 2011, I launched another website, my very first e-commerce website mm-hmm. and it was called mcgoys-suspension.com. And I had a relationship with the mcgoys, the right the, family yeah. in Fresno. And so I talked to Michelle and she's like, Hey, I'll set you up with an account, do a little buy-in, have some inventory at your house. And I'll set you up as an account and you can sell online. And so that's I'm where like, you started. You started, that, started selling parts from your house? the first site and it was strictly out of my house, out of my garage. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I made my first sale. I had zero inventory yet. I just only had built a website. Right. So I built this website that focused just on McGoy's brand suspension. It'd be like selling only Pepsi products. Right. Mm-hmm. So very quickly within three months, I was getting decent traffic because it was so focused on anyone looking for McGoy's suspension after about a year I outranked them. Because, oh really? Oh yeah. Because I had just so much more content on my site than they did. Oh, you know, okay. so I just, I, I did a lot of things. I watched a lot of videos about SEO and Google. I was
0: going to say, was that in the days, like when did Google and target ads and SEO start? Cause when you started with street beat and stuff, selling stuff, was that a thing then? Not yet. No, it wasn't. Uh-oh. Search engines weren't a thing. No, then. no,
2: that wasn't a big deal. You had to go like, we had, directly a, Yahoo, to the website. We had a Yahoo
0: store. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which
2: is like nowadays is pretty basic, you know, yeah. but that's what our, we had, Streetbeat had. And yeah, there was, we did marketing stuff, but it was more like print ad stuff.
0: Cause the right. print and, would get well, you directly no to media. the website. The, right. Right. The yeah. magazine was essentially the search engine. Yeah. Oh, yes, I
2: see. Yes. Yeah. And then what, then it developed, I remember at one point, so I wasn't really in the marketing side so much then, but I remember micro sites were a deal. So, you would have a site that would say dedicated to Mm McGoy's and tell you all about McGoy's and their products, but it would kind of link you back to buy it from your original site. Oh, I see. So, this is the beginning of like how SEO worked. Google would say, oh, there's this site that's all about this stuff. And they're saying, hey, go buy it over here. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, this is a credible website, knows everything about this one brand, and it's saying, this is where you need to buy it from. So that was like my first understanding of how online marketing and seo worked and that worked for a while man at one point street B had like 19 or something bunch of micro sites and all just pointed back to our one site um but yeah i mean google just changes you know they mm-hmm. just adapt and get better and crazier and more ai intrusive <laughs> AI. <laughs> yeah so yeah now it's like man i don't even know like yeah, we have now, to have like a legit seo company now manage our stuff i can't well that's do the myself. thing right
0: it you've learned that stuff and then everyone else learns it. Yeah. So you're either you're first, but then everyone's going to come behind you. Mm -hmm. And like, when you go to Google and search Chevy C 10 spindle or whatever part, like, is it who like those ads that pop up? Is that, so the ads are paid Yep. and then everything under the ads is like, they call it organic. So nice. I always so, I always skip the ads. Again. You're like, so forget I. you guys with money. So oh, do yeah. I. I'll <laughs> admit I that. I the same so do thing. I.
2: I'm like, nah.
0: You yeah. If you want to get real crazy, click page six. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Right? <laughs> that's, well, that's where it really goes off
2: the rails. Yeah. So when I very first started the switch site, I was like, okay, I got to like get people to come to the site, different IP addresses to come to the site. Okay. And there's like, you can pay bots and you can pay people in other countries to do this stuff. Yeah. But like... Mm-hmm. Like I would go to the, say, say I went to the Verizon store and my wife was looking at a new phone. Yeah, I'd just go over to the Play phones and just like Google search like McGoy's lift kit. Oh. And then I'd like scroll to page eight where my you know website was at and like click on it and like add something to the cart. Not necessarily buy anything, Yeah, right? but You're just like but creating I just like an engagement. Creating an engagement. And dude, uh-huh. I did it everywhere, dude. Like <laughs> the library, wherever I was at, I just had this idea like this'll work, this is so uh-huh. smart. Probably didn't do anything, but <laughs> like, I thought I was doing. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like the foot soldier out there, like yeah. uh, guerrilla marketing. It's yeah, like you go to
0: the Apple Store and you put on your YouTube channel. Yeah, well, Yeah. Yeah, see,
2: yeah, <laughs> got me a view. You know, and like, like sometimes I'd want to know where, where's my site rank. Yeah, and it's hard to do that with your own equipment because you've been on your site so yeah. many times, and mm-hmm. it's like you could go to incognito mode or whatever. I don't know, but I know at the Verizon store, I probably never looked up a McGaugh's lift kit in mm-hmm. the Verizon store. So
1: yeah that's how i just that's cool yeah so you're you're thinking when starting your your business was more on the real technical side where the parts was uh like the parts was just a vehicle and your real talent came in like figuring out how to market those parts people
2: people want via compressors Mm -hmm. people want accurate you need they need i need to be be the cool place yeah that you find easily and can shop with no problems and sells it to you right i mean so
0: when you had your frontier how long did you have that because we um, uh,
2: I had it until probably
0: 2000 or 2001. And then what? Like where Aww. did your vehicle journey go from there? Uh,
2: cool thing. I, so I sold that Frontier on the Street Beat website. I convinced the owner of Street Beat, Rick, to let me put it in like on our website. Uh-huh. And it sold to Hawaii. Oh, whoa. So like a transport came and picked it up. I never had to see it again. Like, wow. it's, I've never even seen it's it just again. It's just gone. <laughs> I had a Frontier that <laughs> I sold to
0: Hawaii too. The blue one?
2: Yeah. Oh. That's
0: wild. It is, it is wild. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so anyway, uh okay, so after the Frontier, I got into a full size. So this would have been, yeah, like 01 because I bought a 02 Ram when they first came out with crew cabs. Oh, right. A on. little short back door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought a crew cab, half ton. The pretend crew cab. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a little short back yeah. door. Um and, dude, I got it so – I got, like, the cheapest one. It had rubber floors, had manual windows, had manual locks. You know, but it had a Hemi. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, no. I'm no, sorry. No. It didn't have a Hemi. It had a 5.9. Yeah. yeah, it had the V8. Yeah, it yeah. had a V8. So I was like, oh, dude, this is so sweet, right? And then that got me into full sizes, and I was like, yeah, full sizes are, like – I grew up, you know. Yeah, you know, that, that's where we I'm was. past that mini truck stuff, right? <laughs> I'm a full size man now, you know, yeah, plus yeah, I'm yeah. at Street B making more money now. I ain't just like a shipping kid. Yeah. You know, I've moved up. At that point I was the purchasing manager. So then I flexed my purchasing manager, you know, muscles and I hit up like uh I had a suspension on it from Hellwig. Hellwig had developed coils and just coils for the front and like either leaves or shackle hanger in the back with bitch and big sway bars. And, dude, took it out to California, Hellwig installed it at their place because it was all brand new. Yeah, nice. Weld gave me a set of wheels. So I'm like, dude, I'm just so cool, right? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> so that was my first full size. Got out of that and bought a, in 05 and bought a crew cab Chevy. Okay. You know, big bigger four-door, half-ton, little short bed. Yep. Did that one all up on, a, yeah, did that up on a 4.6 McGoys, and did that one up pretty good. Unfortunately, it got wrecked. Not by me, like it got hit when it was parked real, um, real hard. And after that, it just was, it got fixed, but it was like, yeah. it just wasn't the same for me anymore. So
1: so this whole time you're like building these different trucks and stuff, are you like involved in any like of the truck scene out here with yeah, the Yeah, well, or? so I'm
2: working for Street Beat and mm-hmm. we did shows. So yeah, I would travel to shows, No, no out of state stuff, but like. We did like Far Side's show, yeah, yeah. Before people were traveling, probably, maybe, I guess. I don't know. I would hear about like stuff in California. Well, I went to
0: California and Arizona because we would travel. We would drive out here for uh, like the Truck and Nationals was it? Oh, it was huge, bro. That was was, our show, man. We like caravan Finnegan and me, really, a bunch of people caravaned
2: out. We would go. I went to that show in Bakersfield one time. Uh, Oh,
1: uh, Summer Madness. Maybe
2: that was the first time I met Body Drop. It was OK, it's
0: probably Manus. probably. Yeah. Madness, Yeah. And that's like the was first it was time I seen in a tri- Nationals in Fresno.
1: No, it was yeah. in Bakersfield. It was, it was like a three day the, run. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: man. Because yeah, that's, that's what I was wondering, we like, were you, going, stuff, to shows, like, were you like going to shows where
1: you like going to spring splash? Day? I would do spring splash. OK, so you're going to like the three day run. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Cool. But you were never in a club or anything like that?
2: No, man. So I got obviously opportunities just meeting people in the scene and stuff a lot. Uh, the one that was really kind of big for me it was far side like yeah Todd approached approach yeah. me from far side you know and i had i'm pretty sure i still had my mini truck then i don't think i had a full size thing. Yeah, i must have my mini truck and like he was i was like his sales guy right he would call to order parts and i would i would sell it to him and then one time he couldn't come down i'd be like oh i'll just deliver it to you you know i'll come after work yeah i go there deliver the fittings or whatever i deliver to him and it's just cool like the scene a lot of club dudes are there they're working on all this stuff and me and him are talking, and he's like, "Dude, this truck's so cool. The only thing missing is the back window or whatever, you know." Uh-huh. And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "You know, the eyes." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, the oh, eyes. dude, that's yeah. so cool, dude." Yeah, I, was I, like, honestly, club, yeah. I was like, "Honestly, I'm like, I'm." That was really cool, and I felt like really humbled by it. Yeah, but I always felt like I should just stay away from joining a club because. I didn't want there to be drama when I'm trying to sell stuff or oh, any of that point. any yeah, of that kind point. of business, you know, and it's a real thing. And honestly, it's mm-hmm. like, it's kind of some work to be in a club. <laughs> 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. I got a good circle of friends, you know, not yeah, that yeah, I don't yeah. want more, but like, yeah, I just didn't want the work or yeah. I've I've I was around it enough where I heard about the drama and mm-hmm. I just really like,
0: I was kind of there, but not a part of it. Right. So. Yeah. Were you a big part? Were you partying a lot back then too?
2: I mean, I was, like, 22 yeah, old, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but Yeah, I did. I did, absolutely, yeah. There's I different levels of parties. Yeah, it's no, like, 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 I mean, dude, like, I wasn't shooting heroin or anything, but, like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, we were drinking. Like <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? You said levels, <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, like... Yeah, no, I never, I never got into it too heavy. I would just, casually it, drink yeah, with friends it or whatever. Seemed like that
0: that was a catalyst to get into some clubs back then. Right. Oh yeah, like when you. Would oh, go, I remember like the like runs to run. when
2: they would tape, you
0: know, saran wrap yeah. you and yeah.
2: squirt shit all over you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, right. I was hanging out with like <laughs> the just plain trick dude Kevin yeah. back then quite a bit. He did work for me on my truck and, and I think, gosh, what was the name of his club, man? I don't even remember. Um. Anyway, they're like, oh, this is your first run, and oh. I'm like. Yeah. Oh, you got to, you know, get wrapped in. T- I'm like, dude, you guys aren't no. doing that to
1: me. No, yeah, no. Sorry. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that was always wild that. to me. I was, I've only been in two clubs and neither one of my clubs did that. Yeah, we don't
0: like forbidden art. The club we're in doesn't. Yeah. We never did that. Yeah. We, we it was. a fun. Yeah, It was always Yeah, it was always like fun yeah. watching them, but not definitely don't want to participate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just don't. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. Thank but sure. like thought, going
0: like I just with the catalyst of like if you had never been to a truck run and then you went to a truck run and you're like this is amazing i want to be part of you guys because this it feels like you have to be part to do that mm-hmm.
2: you did and, and see that's where i kind of had the end right like i knew these dudes they came yeah. to, they came to me yeah mm-hmm. and like we buddied buddy they wanted yeah. to be cool with me because i'm the dude supplying the parts right mm-hmm. and so like i kind of already had an in and I'm like, dude, I just don't really need to be a part
1: of yeah, yeah, no, that makes a club sense. directly, right? Yeah, no, like, it makes, I'm it still, it makes a ton of sense. I'm still kind of like part of all of them. You know? Yeah, like, I know a lot of guys. So no, like you said, that happens a lot. Like when you have a business or something, and you have a club, and you know, people start thinking like, hey, man, you know, can you? Yeah, no, I totally get it. That yeah. might be kind
0: of productive, a little bit. <laughs> we'll it, yeah, it is. Yeah, don't have to be, but yeah, even shop show. owners I know that were in like Joel. Remember Joel from Extreme? Yeah, mm-hmm. he had Extreme Audio with he had the blue that blue uh, Tundra. Tundra. And, uh, oh, yeah. he, a lot of times people thought, they, oh, you only work on extreme most trucks, right? Oh
1: yeah. That's, that happens too. That kind of happens with even what we do sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's just cause we're around our club so much and you know, we're the, the vehicles are there. So we're going to film them. We're going to, you know, photograph them. And sometimes people might think that
0: it happened with Finnegan when he was at mini trucking. Oh yeah. No, that severed, was like a real thing. Had, he was putting a lot of severed stuff on the covers. Oh, mm-hmm. see. So people were like, yeah. Hey man, you're the editor and you're just in, in severed club? and you're doing yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. I so he remember got a lot of flack for that. Yeah.
1: I remember being like, you know, my old club and looking at the bigger clubs and seeing that. And it, and it wasn't just, you know, Finnegan. It was like when Ernie was there too. A lot, a lot of no movie. regret stuff. And yeah, it, but yeah, I think yeah. it just naturally happens. It's a natural, you know, yeah. it's, it's not, I don't think it's like in, in, with intent or anything. Yeah. It's just sort of a natural
0: thing that happens. But. So, so after the McGoys thing, you're just basically like full lower so side guy. Did, I
2: did like two years of the McGaughys website, right? And this is all just side, dude, I'm working a full-time job I'm actually, that was when I was working at airbag it. you know, I, oh, yeah. I launched the site and I'm and just were... working there full time. Nothing's happening on the site. It's just there not yeah. selling anything. And I can distinctly remember my way home from work airbag it driving. It's freaking porn rain. And I'm driving my Toyota Tacoma, the one I gave away oh. uh, for perfect poises. Yeah. Oh, the supplies, red one, the red one, the maroon mm-hmm. one. So I had just acquired that. And that's just bone. You, I don't know if you remember, but it bone was just sto- super bone stock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little thin white wall tires and everything. And, and I'm driving home. My phone, bing, bing. You know, and I look at my phone. I got an email, and, and like you can kind of read the subject. It's like, you got an order, whatever. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> you know. And it that's was awesome. just so exciting. You know. Yeah. And so, that's just where it started. And there's just one order turned into two orders, turned into five orders, turned into you you turned it into it is all the now. motivation to keep going. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's open marketplace. It's you know, 24 hours a day and. The nicest thing is, like, when you do the work to set up the site, it's kind of like, I don't want to say set it and forget it, but, like, you kind of only got to do it once. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You list this up there, and you can just sell it over and over Until and over. Until that product and, is still being Yeah, made. it's not like you sell it once, and then you've got oh, to gotta create the product on the site again. Yeah. You know, no, it just keeps going over and over and over. And so yeah. So that's been cool.
1: Yeah. 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 So, and it's really cool. Like hearing the beginnings of that cause now we're sitting in your facility here, which is gigantic. <laughs> this is a big place. This is my, this is my first time checking it out. Oh. I've never been here. Oh. So like just kind of like looking at Thank stuff you. and uh, following you like on socials and stuff and seeing all the neat things that you do is just, it's really cool. So when was like the, um, the, the shift from online selling parts, building switch to start like working on vehicles?
2: Yeah. So that's, it's kind of a cool story too. So we are in our very first building. I have one employee, Tom, who's still here. He's our sales manager and like my, my best friend, known him since high school. <clears throat> and it's just me and Tom in this little tiny shop. I mean, it's 1800 square feet. Where was your so, first one? Was that the uh, 40th street is like South Phoenix. Yeah. It was not a great neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> right. and I could tell you so many stories about that. But yeah, so not a great area, but a newer building. Like that's what I always wanted is that my building and my customers, when they come in, they see like a real professional right. appearance. And, okay. I wanted,
0: and I want to and I want to talk about that too. Yeah. How important cuz going back to like where you just would get spindles from yes. Hannity without a box like packaging and image and logos and yes. all this that is, is this it's is a fashion brand. man. This is fashion for
2: cars mm-hmm. and there are brands That's what there, it's about, yeah,
0: dude. There are brands out there that I know of and we're not we won't say who they are, I won't say who they are that they don't work the best but people buy the crap out of yes. them because they're marketing and their image. Mm-hmm. Yes. They just know how to yeah. make it look good. Like it could literally not work. And they go, that's fine. Like, that's I'll just fix it. I got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came with a sticker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So first shop was just me and Tom. He was, I mean, I was in that shop for two months. Um, I, I, so first I quit my real job at total auto pros. The website was doing good, you know, at that time enough where I was like, okay, I need to focus on it because when I was working my real job at Total, like I would neglect it, emails, phone calls. i just blow it all off because, dude, I'm working for this other place. Like, and I'm busy there. You know, I got stuff to do. So I would ignore it all. End of the day, I'd get home, answer all the emails, pack all the stuff. You know, it was just, it, and it got big to the point where like, Three pallets of McGoy's products is showing up at Total Auto Pros, and I'm loading the back of my Tacoma. Up. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, you "What's what going mean? on over there?" They know. They know. Uh-huh. When they hired me, I told them I had this website, uh-huh. and I'm like, okay. "Yo." At, when they hired me, it was small, really small. But the two years I worked there, it did
0: grow. So quite Total a bit. Auto Pros—that's where Trevino he works, right? Yeah, Trevino oh, works so Total.
2: Yeah, that's how I met Trevino. Oh, not how I met him, but how I re-met him. You know, I oh, knew okay. him back in the low live video days and stuff like that, parties yeah. at his house, but. Met him, like, worked with him every day.
0: So Total Auto you know? Pros then is not what it is now.
2: Oh, yeah. No, it's pretty much the same. Is it? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do a great job. And I learned a lot from working there. No, like, no,
0: I mean, like, size-wise. Like, they grew. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when absolutely. you were buying, getting them. When I'm
2: growing, they're growing. Every, I mean, this was just a good time of yeah. year, dude. This was right after, you know, people kind of stopped spending money with the, the housing crash thing. Yep. And so, so this is like, like 9, 10. Yeah, this is like. Ten, 10, yeah, eight, nine, 10. Okay. Like that. Yeah. yeah. So people are just kind of getting used to their new lifestyle of not having all this extra money and mm-hmm. then they're spending again, right? So yeah. it was they, just good timing they're done for They're taking me. their
0: third mortgages out by sand rails. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly.
2: So, so it's just me and Tommy at the first shop. He's my very first employee. He's been there like maybe three or four months. And this guy now know walks in the door, Jason, Jason Berlin, Arizona High Test. Yes. He walked in, I know him from our kids race BMX together. He used to come into auto culture because I, I started auto culture with Chris. He would come in and be a customer there. And so I'd, I'd known him. So anyway, he comes walking in the store and hadn't seen him in a while, we catch up. You know, he's like, oh, I saw you online, saw what you're doing, this and that. Uh, he had gone through some hard stuff personally, got past it. And now he was like, yeah, I need to find a job, this and that. And I was like, I had bought this long bed C10 truck. I was like, hey, I kind of want to build this. Like a little shop truck, right? Mm -hmm. Make it a short bed, bag it, blah, blah, blah. Would you be interested in working on that? You know, I mean, I don't got a lot of money. And he's like, oh yeah, no, that'd be perfect, man. He's like, I don't need a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I just need to be busy, you know? I'm like, all right, cool. So that's how it started, man. Berlin came in, did a truck for us, like he worked there. And as he's working on our truck, like, People would come in and buy parts. Oh, do you guys install? Well, maybe, mm-hmm. you know. And then install a lowering kit. and then it just snowballed into yeah, more. Yeah, it seems like more, a natural progression. Well, and then you know, Dino like came involved, you know. And then we kind of revived that one crew cab dually for him. Oh yeah. And then it was just nonstop after that truck after truck after truck after truck for him. So uh, and then. Yeah, it's I remember grew, the, dude. like I had, I didn't have an install department. I honestly didn't want one because I know the, I've heard you say that before. It, yeah. Yeah. I heard you say that it's before love that hate.
1: you're a, uh, you are a parts place first yes. and you don't really, you're like a building trucks place second.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So like a lot of companies that are builders, especially builders that don't have the part sales, they're relying heavily on the labor, you know oh, main, To make money. To, to survive. I right. See. They have uh-huh. to where. For us, we kind of have it really good because we pay the bills with our parts sales. And so the install side, we're able to be like really meticulous about it. I was going to find say, the right yeah. customers that want to do it our way, whatever. Like nothing is in and out here. We've gotten to the point now where I don't install a lowering kit. I don't install a lift kit. I don't do a leveling kit. I don't do train horns. I either do like full suspension replacement airbags, coilovers on classic stuff. Or like a full restoration, like a full truck build. Yeah. Like those are the things that I'm into. The other stuff, honestly, there's Total Auto Pros. There's all kinds of shops that can do that stuff. And that's what they do every day, all day. It would honestly be faster and cheaper for you to go over there than have, have me do it. You know. So, yeah, we've kind of gotten a little bougie on that side. But I enjoy it, man. Like that's That's the part now, especially with the guys I have working with us. Like I, I like hanging out with them all the time. You know, mm-hmm. like what, I love the banter and I love all of it, man. It's yeah. sweet. Dude. Yeah, it's like exciting.
0: What do um, like seeing where Jason is now with his like? I remember being doing the tech article, uh, photographing that with Jason and uh, Stoner Speed Shop mm-hmm. when he was down here. Mm-hmm. And then it was shortly after that when Jason, oh, the
2: coilover truck or was it?
0: I forgot what we were doing, lowering kit or something. Yeah. but you know, Jason was Berlin was there, and yep. then it was shortly after that when. He started his business, yeah. his shop. So yep. is it cool to see where he's at now? Oh, absolutely. For you, like he's, as a business like, owner, these are my friends, right? Yeah, these are yeah, like, yeah.
2: I'm not, uh, selfish or greedy like that dude. Like these are my friends. It sucked for switch losing him yeah. because he's super talented, uber talented, but that's what happens with super uber talented dudes. Yeah. Yeah. If they can handle it, they go out on their own. Yeah. You know? hey, Case in point, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I wanted it enough where I went out and did it on my own. Yeah. yeah. And so like I can't knock him. Dude he does great. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. Dude I got zero bad to say. We hang out, our wives are friends, like I know their kids. Like, yeah. yeah. That's cool.
0: So that's but that's good. I like that um I think I know it's like that everywhere, but I do a lot of, you know, video work for different shops in around town and it seems like there is a really nice melting pot of people. Like you go to like the reunion show mm-hmm. and all the vendors there are for buddies, no, mostly, but not <laughs> be, not necessarily best friends with everybody. Like, sure. you know what I mean. That, but it's just there's just this thing. Yeah, kind of cool to see. It's just yeah. like, oh, you guys are all doing really well. Yeah, there's a lot of talented. I mean, you look at those that whole group of people at that reunion show where Dino's mostly. I say the reunion because that's mostly Arizona. People. Yeah, yeah. And it's like there's just so much there's so much talent here and so much history. Yeah, with yeah. like yeah. like you because Rick's still doing the stuff over there. You know. Um, oh yeah. You know with, with rob with yeah ra- uh,
2: um, yeah anyway the rag tops i can't remember what they call it now they rebranded legacy it, rag legacy mm-hmm. yeah they do the rag tops yeah and they've improved on it a ton yeah. like uh, from what i hear it's way better than it used to be yeah there's so much history you know I mean? tied through mm-hmm. there and, well yeah rick's rick's the old owner of street beat right yeah. that was my boss that was no i learned a lot about business from him directly yeah. and like when i was First in sales, like he took me to SEMA one time and I thought that was like, I mean, dude, we were small time. I shared a room with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's, like, like, <laughs> <funny laughs> say
0: that because when I used to go to SEMA, we would share all that stuff. And now yeah. you, you're kind of older and you're just like, yeah, I kind of want my own. I want my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even I do the same thing. So yeah, uh-huh.
2: like we, we, he took me to SEMA and. He, he just like, yeah, dude, it was just, I got, I got lucky. That's all I can say, dude. I got around the right people and yeah. sometimes the wrong
0: people, but even the wrong people I learned from, you know? Mm-hmm. So then well, the wrong people will filter themselves out, Yeah. some, they long, do. some take longer than others. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, then you get the right people like Jason and mm-hmm. then th- that's a hard balance being a business owner, right? Is getting talent and keeping the talent mm-hmm. because you know, in the back of your head, you're like, yeah, how long is this going to, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's always you know I don't know you try to
2: keep your guys happy, you have a good atmosphere. You, yeah, and honestly, what I've also learned is like these guys they don't want the shitty jobs, right? <laughs> they, they don't want to work on the old dirty crusty shit stuff. Right. Like yeah. they're like, hey, give me like a brand new roaster shop chassis and let me assemble yeah. that. And, yeah, and chrome out the control arms and you know like that they're artists in some way. They want to do cool stuff and so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of can cater to that too. Yeah. And getting yeah.
0: not not as greasy as possible. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, you see my guys. They're all
2: three of them, I think, are working in the AC right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, hey, we were in <laughs> we there. No, they've the all migrated <laughs> into the bar, dude. Okay. So our bar guys, which maybe they'll show you. Oh we is, know, we
0: were we were there a little while ago. Okay. And we'll we'll add some video of this okay, yeah. over the so top of this.
2: That's where we do square tanks. You know, square tanks is our other brand. It it kind of needs to stay clean when we're doing the assembly. So we keep our the par- parts for that. And we do the assembly in there. And then it's a bar for us to hang out Fridays after five, the shop always hangs out. Oh, cool! If we launch a new YouTube video. We kind of hang out, watch that video. Nice. Otherwise we're just playing music, having some drinks and just yeah. chilling. Uh, but we also do final assembly in there. Okay. So like, like, a, clean room, a-, like. a clean room, it's carpeted, it's a seed and you can really just do a great job. You know, super focused on stuff. And there's a four post lift in there. So you can get underneath and do stuff. And yeah, I've noticed that like the cars that normally get worked on, like outside, <laughs> have also leaning. gotten pushed in there, <laughs> and all three guys are in there, you know, working in the AC. I don't blame them. It's 118
1: outside. Yeah, it's 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 a little it's crispy out. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, so. yeah, that's really cool. Uh, yeah, just talking about like you know what you mentioned before about how like you were saying like there's all these people and there's like this community of business owners and people mm-hmm. in the in the scene doing stuff like that's a a huge thing like when when people ask like well how do you how do you get started or how do you do this i think that's a super important thing is just like being around you know networking knowing people and just showing up yeah like just just showing up and just hanging out yeah
2: of the community you know what i mean like so before switch was really anything big online um i went to my very first show was the perfect poise show Uh, cruise to the pines Mm -hmm. and i I had some shirts printed my uncle printed shirts for me that had my logo on them that was it's the og shirt that just had the switch in the middle and the big logo on the back i had some hats embroidered at this place right by total auto pros i'm working at total auto pros full-time so i go get these hats embroidered they were 27 dollars a hat after buying the hat and getting it well i only made like 10 Uh okay it's (laughs) like Okay, they were anyway. So I get these twenty-seven dollar embroidered hats done. I got these shirts that I bought blanks from Costco and had my <laughs> uncle print. And I got a ten by ten easy up in a like a table like this. And I go to the Cruise of the Pines. I know people, but like they don't know what I'm up to necessarily. Mm-hmm. I set up my thing. Oh, and I had a banner on the back of it. I wish I had a picture of this. <laughs> and the ghetto is set up. You know what I mean? Like Literally like uh, this would have been 2012. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. this would have been 2012. So I set up. And people I know are coming over, talking to me. And all of a sudden, I have a, I have a line at oh, my right booth on. to sell t-shirts. I, I'm selling the hats for $25. I'm losing $2 <laughs> a hat because I couldn't sell them for more. Yeah. Them. I was like, that's too much. You know, mm-hmm. like 25 is crazy already, mm-hmm. which when you think about it. So hats are still $25. Well, now they are. Yeah, uh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, there's, so, there's certain so products I, that haven't gone up. I sell out like of everything I have. I see all these see all these people again that I haven't seen for a long time. And they get to know what i'm up to with the you know i got vire i got slam i got all the airbag stuff which was like my passion Mm -hmm. and so like that's kind of the was the jump off right there that's when when it really i got kind of serious about it i got really excited about it right so at the time i still had run and was still doing good on the mcgoys website that was like the bread and butter and i started the switch site because the mcgoys site only sold mcgoys so i had vire available to me I had Slam, I had a Firestone, I had different brands because of my relationships through Street Beat that I had access to. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to start an air ride only site, kind of like the Magoys is Magoys only, but mm-hmm. it's going to be air ride only. So now I can have multiple brands and be a little bit bigger than this super focused Magoys site. And so yeah, that's kind of was how Switch started, and it was. And you had fire. like the
1: perfect name, like the, oh, yeah, where the name, yeah, where did the name come from?
2: I, I don't remember I mean, what exactly a, a, it came up with, but like I came up with it and I was doing it for weeks, man. Weeks trying to think of a good name. Because it's, 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 it's so perfect. perfect. Yeah, it's perfect.
0: <laughs> Coming up with names and branding is is insanely difficult. And yeah. sometimes oh, yeah. it's the simplest thing mm-hmm. because that switch represents, it gets you, you have to have it. Yeah. You have to have a switch somewhere to air up mm-hmm. and go.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. And well,
0: it's, and I
2: love the OG. Like, and even the logo, the guy that did the logo, Brian Stubsky. I told him what I wanted. Yeah. I didn't tell him like how I wanted the lettering, but I go, hey, I want the I to be a toggle switch. Yeah. Like I want
1: it to be that. It's, it's so
2: That's genius. Super iconic, <laughs> right? For yes. A, did you, you ever see my throwback shirt with the? switch on it and it looks like a nerf logo on the back and no. it, it says it's switch or nothing and it's oh. like all neon, it's all neon colors and stuff that's cool i should bring it back that's the other oh, thing oh, i'm that sorry I- it doesn't have the switch on the front it has a ball valve on the front
0: oh, oh no like, i didn't yeah, see that those i did see school. those yeah who, who comes up like with your designs because was going to be they're my question. really good like yeah thank you i mean we were even sitting in the house, our in my office last night and i was like man i need to make shirts and i'm like blanking on all these things mm-hmm. and then i see like your stuff comes out super good. Like how Yeah, we
1: were just sitting in the lobby and I'm looking at all your shirts and like the no limit logo as that was this, my idea. Dude, so sick. Yeah. And That's I've like always been
2: with the tank tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It's so perfect. Yeah. I like following you and, and looking at all the stuff you make, you just come up with some killer designs.
2: Well, I mean it's really just because I've been in it, dude. Like this mm-hmm. was my lifestyle, you know. So some of that is easy. Other other stuff like I get stumped, dude, for sure um so i just worked with different artists and so like in the beginning we just had that classic shirt that was the toggle switch on the front big logo on the back we call it the shop shirt we made it in a bunch of different colors and i just got so tired of making the same shirts over and over so i i had found like this artist that i found on instagram and i liked what they did it was chad Do you know chad can't color that guy uh, no, chad, i don't really know his last name but um i loved his little style and stuff so i was like hey i reached out to him i'm like hey So this is kind of like our staple is this, this shirt that has just a switch on the front and the full logo on the back. I want you to do it your style. Mm -hmm. So like change up the way my switch looks, put stuff around it or whatever, full logo on the back, but kind of like your way. Mm -hmm. And then boom, that's how it started. And I just got like three designs from him. And then I would find another artist online and hit him up. Hey, will you do this? You yeah, know, and you but, come up
1: with these ideas yourself, like
2: some of them I do, some of them like, like they the do, bones you know. Of them and then you let them.
0: Yeah, okay. well, like
2: I said, some of them I give them direction as, as far as like, especially like that shop shirt. Like I like doing that one. We did the uh, make America rake again with Dino's suburban, cause uh-huh. it was like super raked, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. This was like super controversial times, so, <laughs> uh-huh. so it was like perfect. <laughs> and so Nick Crouch did that one for me and i was like hey if we're gonna have this slogan make america scrape again then like let's make this shirt look presidential Mm -hmm. that's why like the front has stars around the switch and like it all looks like all presidentialists no it's so
1: cool so (laughs) So it's like
2: me and the artist sometimes and sometimes it's just the artist i just tell them like hey do something cool." yeah Yeah, and it comes with some great
1: stuff like um the the graffiti one is really cool yeah like that that that's and and that that one like i don't know who you got to do that one but that one is actually like a lot of the times when people, like, start messing with, like, graffiti and stuff, they're, like, uh, they just, like, go get a font that looks like a graffiti. But whoever designed that, like, I can tell knows how to do graffiti. Yes,
2: Rick, Rick the Dutch. He, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He, oh, you know, he you know, he's really. done a couple of mine.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Rick's awesome. That, Rick that. And you can tell, like, oh, yeah, this, this dude knows yeah. what's yeah. up with graffiti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So,
2: yeah, I just like working with those guys. That's really cool. Switching it up. I mean, when I first was selling shirts, that that one shirt, well, all the shirts really – we, this girl comes up to us at, at like Cruise of the Pines and she's like, Oh, I'm so glad you guys are here. Every year at this show I buy my husband a new shirt or whatever. I'm like, Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then she's like I was, she's like, Which one's new? I was like, Oh, this is our new one right here. Oh, he already has that one. Oh, well, we have this one over here. We have tank tops. Yeah, he has that. He has that. That's cool. And then she's like looking around, she's like, actually he I do his laundry. He has all these. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, I'm like, which one's the most worn out? You know, like get him mm-hmm. another one. And uh I realized i was like man i can't keep making the same shirts over and over right like i actually have to just discontinue some because at that's that point hard... i just like i just i made the same one over and over and then just would make another one and so all of a sudden i had like 19 shirts but i was still making the very first one over oh, and over I and over what you're again saying. yeah so you just I yeah, never yeah. discontinued them yeah and then i realized I, this is not sustainable <laughs> yeah you got to discontinue some yeah you know? and that's you gotta... basically
1: how like our booth works like we'll start off with new designs and as it gets to the end, it just sort of falls off and goes on the clearance rack. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get that. No, but it's I I just love how how much attention you put to that part of it because like that's the thing is like you're a parts company and you you're also building trucks, but it's a brand like Switch is a brand now.
2: So that's what I, when I when I came up with the name, and even just the concept of the air suspension site, I'm, dude. There's AVS out there. There's mm-hmm. Universal Air. There's guys selling this same product. So you're not really giving anything different or new. It's the same, same old stuff. Yeah. This stuff is price protected. Everyone sells it for the same exact amount. Mm-hmm. So what can you do different? Customer service, like number one, be a, be in the scene. Like you ever seen AVS at a mini truck show? You know what I mean? Not right. really, maybe yeah. back in the day, whatever. Uh, and just be the place that people want to buy from, you yeah. know? Well, that's Get what I was talking about, the brand, and, like the, yeah. yeah. It's, that's what I did. Yeah, that's cool. Just kind of push the brand all the time and give away shirts. Like in the beginning, I'd give them all away. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. any of my buddies would come in. And it got real bad, so I came up with this slogan. When I would give you a shirt, I'd go, hey, first one's free. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And so then it was like, hey, I'm giving you this one. Please buy the next one because yeah. if you ask, I'm just going to give it to you. But yeah, like, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm real bad about I'm that. I'm guilty. Yeah, I'm guilty <laughs> of that as well. <laughs> I just like, I just like. Sometimes, sometimes take I feel it. bad when someone buys a shirt. Like mm. somebody oh, buys, and I'm sure. like, oh for sure, oh for sure. Oh, you're g- like, why are you giving me money? Like, I could just give this, and then I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, you're like, yeah. no, that's not how any yeah, of this yeah, works. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> so. No, that's really awesome, man. And that like kind of bleeds over into like your social media presence, like making yeah, videos what I and.
0: Wanted to go into was the video side of things. Thank thing. you. Yeah, uh,
2: so that was cool. Uh, I did all the social up until about, uh, I guess he's been with us like six or seven months now, Justin, mm-hmm. um, our new social guy. He's good. Yeah, man. it was me, man. Like I I was so controlling over the brand and, and the, the perception of it that I couldn't let it go. And I tried with a couple other guys. So we had different video guys yeah. um, that came in and would, so first person was Mike Venegas, right? Low live yeah. video, Mike. He was looking for more of a full-time gig. And I'm like, hey dude, I can't give you a full-time gig, but I'll just pay you per video and yeah. we'll see where this goes. So we do a couple things and I'm like, this is cool. Like this is getting good feedback. Yeah. I've got way better content for my social media than my iPhone, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and so it turned into a full-time job for him. And then that's when we started kind of doing like the episodes on, on mm-hmm. YouTube. And the first ones, man, did amazing. They are like some of our best videos. And there's just super raw all the, the yeah. other guys in the shop are funny and like just working on cool stuff and yeah. just doing all that went through a couple like video guys, uh, but could never match like what Mike had done in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Right. So it just was just frustrating. And and I would like try to give them the social media and be like, hey, you know, try to post three times a week and I'll, I'll give you some subject matter. Like we're going to have some sales or whatever. And it's like the the way we came off the way I'm looking at it as outsider looking in and even friends calling me, are you doing your social anymore
3: and you stuff? Can, and I'm like, wow. dang dude, yeah. this is not
2: good, right? right? This is not, not what I wanted. So I went through like two other video, one big video company, another smaller video guy, and then finally have landed on Justin mm-hmm. and just kind of started out with Justin like, Hey, let's just do a video, see how it does. Yeah, I'll it pay you for that video, see how it goes. And then boom, that turned into another one into another one right. until I was like, hey, I can't see needing you full time yet, but how about part time, you know? And so, boom, he came in part time. And then, man, it was, like I said, he's only been here like six, seven months. So it was like two, three months in of him doing part time. I don't even know if it was that. I saw him like, dude, just hustling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he can't get done what he needs to get done part time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, plus we're throwing other stuff at him. And uh, so I was like, hey, you gotta come on full time. So, it's kind of a weird expense. It's just really like advertising. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't make us money necessarily like say a shop guy or a sales guy does. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of like necessary. And I don't do any other than SEO marketing. I don't do any print ad stuff. I just don't. Right. Oh, that's as a, much as I want to see like a switch suspension, the ad in Street Trucks or um, whatever magazine. Yeah. Well, it's so it, a different it, world now.
0: It's it, like that's not the pays, world anymore. It, I don't know if it's the video side of things is, is is always obviously interesting to me because that's what I do for a living mm-hmm. is go to shops, film, and then and there it's constantly it's it is a thing because I'm not making them money per se, but at the same time, when they're set up at a show, how many people come up to them and be like. I watch, mm-hmm. I watch your videos, I watch yeah. your videos, I watch yeah. your videos. And then how many of those turn into sales? Yep. And then how many of those turn into, like, a big build? It sure, could. Any of it could, it, man. It, it, Any of it could, dude. Yeah, you don't know. Absolutely. It, it is a very strange expense yep. because it, it's not an immediate thing. Yeah. It's, it's right. not like, it's a, like an abstract it's not thinking like a, thing. Here's this, give me money. Right, right.
2: For like, me, like, you know. I buy a pile of spindles for X amount of dollars. I know if I you sell every one, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna make some money. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah.
0: like you know, that you're gonna pay this guy for four for a month. or uh, videos, how much? Mo- like you yeah. don't know, uh, but yeah. uh, it is working guaranteed yeah. because like oh, he's sure. super talented. Yeah, and the like, it's just constantly in front of everybody. Yeah, face. yeah. Well, and that's
2: dude. Honestly, like now. I feel like he needs help. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, I can't get another guy. Uh Um, But yeah, I like it. I enjoy watching the videos. I think they're funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, like we did all the stuff in Maggie Valley. It was super fun. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I just like it. So it's like, as long as we can afford it. I'm doing it yeah. well and, and it's like you
1: know like with as much effort as you put into like that your shirts and your hats and your apparel and stuff like that Like you know that that it that's the extra stuff you got to do because that's what I was kind of saying earlier It's like there's like you said there's a ton of part shops, but like what's going to be different And so, you know that like investing into like the apparel stuff and investing the videos and you start becoming like an online
0: presence kind of yeah. thing because people well, could just buy your merch oh just watching the videos not even buying parts oh, for sure yeah because they want to yeah. be a part it's like a point yeah. it's like when you buy band merch you yeah know, absolutely. you want to feel a part of the band. yeah absolutely well, I, and it still
2: kind of trips me out dude <laughs> because like especially like i keep going back to our original shop shirt but like it's just my logo yeah so it's like hey dude if you liked walmart would you wear a walmart shirt you know like you know the the, pepsi shirt like it doesn't really happen that much so it is kind of odd you know like
1: but the king of that was like jesse james did that in the early 2000s like let's go shoppers no one can afford a hundred thousand at the time yeah they're way more now but at the
0: time a hundred thousand dollar motorcycle yeah but they'll buy a 20 t-shirt all day day, you know so like yeah so big business yeah yeah big business definitely what Speaking of Maggie Valley, that was the first time you've been to mini nets. Mm -hmm. Um, Where do you see, like, we hung out a lot that weekend and you were having a good time and, like, it was predominantly mini trucks and things like that. Yeah. So, where do you see mini trucking at now and in the future? Like, is it, it's obviously like, it's not going to like surpass anything like C10s or anything like that. But with guys, with guys now at our age, we have more money, we have more knowledge, and we want nicer things and we want those. It's like why, it's why guys buy BMX bikes when they are mm-hmm. you know, the GTs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're <laughs> going and they're buying, like, you could be like, like you were saying at a Mini Nets, you were like, I want an S10 with a V8 in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, that was crazy. Like, we don't see that on the West Coast so much, dude. Yeah. But back there, the S10 is a C10, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they, they mod them up just like we would a C10 truck. I wouldn't think twice of a C10 with an LT4 motor in it but I see just a small block in an S10 and I'm like, my mind's blown. Like, that's not supposed to be there, you know? Like, So, uh, yeah, that was really cool to see them uh, really just modify them, you know? It's not just drop wheels and tires, you know? It's like, hey, shave the handles. Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that different, you know? I've got this idea. I'm going to have a suicide tailgate, whatever, you know? Like, that was cool that that was still alive because we don't see too much of that out here, you know? right? The sport truck scene out here is like, not ugh, hardly any graphics dude like yeah. lots of single crate maybe crazy color but like single color stuff not a lot of body mods you know what i mean just yeah. giant wheels yeah body dropped it's like dude like that stuff like it kind of is cool to me but i'm more about the individualizing of it and
0: making it which yours. was where mini trucking thrives yeah. right yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that is, is yeah. you can only do so much to a c10 where it's like I don't like the guys that the owners of C tens, most C ten guys are like, I'm not putting graphics on it, it doesn't make sense. I'm not shaving the taillights. I want my stock taillights because it's a it's a classic yeah. old pickup yeah. truck. Whereas a mini truck, they're just like, whatever, man, let's just cut yeah. this thing in half. <laughs> well, but that's like,
2: funny because for classic trucks for me, I like the outside appearance. Even cars, my, my Volkswagen is a perfect example too. Like I like the outside appearance to look like the old car. Yeah. The old truck, whatever. Yeah. I like yeah. the originality of it. But I do want it slammed. Yep. <laughs> I want yeah, it to yeah. have a big motor. Yep. I want to have big brakes, and I want the interior to be like modernized because yeah. that's where I sit. Yeah. And I don't. I remember sitting and driving one of these in stock, and they sucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like,
0: I want to. But a mini, fix the the mini truck allows. Mini truck, you can just. It allows your personality because you can uh-huh. be like, I'm going to cut my tailgate in half, make it open like barn doors, one this way, and you, and yeah. people are like, okay, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. I yep.
1: wonder if it's because like you say that like. Uh, like you, you a classic car you prefer like a little more stock on the outside I wonder if it's because so many classic cars already have personality, you sure. know, like there's a there's a huge difference well One a huge But there is a difference between like a 63 and a 64 Impala yeah. like noticeable differences but with the Tacoma, you have the same truck for like 10 yeah, different bumpers. Right, <laughs> <sometimes>. <laughs> right. So then you feel a little, you can get like a little more creative. Like someone wants to take, like, it doesn't want to, you can't just like have a bunch of stock to Toyotas, Tacomas, you know, or whatever. So you got to make them different.
0: There's definitely two things there. There's exactly that. And then there's the other part of this didn't cost me that much. So I don't feel bad doing sure. that's, the, that's another two. thing too, yeah. So, but I think that's a big thing. Like the personality part of a yeah. C10 mm-hmm. is the way it looks because it is so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Well, and I think guys that build C10s, a lot of them build them thinking about the resale value. Yeah, man. for sure. I bet guys that build mini trucks, they build it so that they could go show it off somewhere. Well, that's yeah.
1: been like the the joke the entire. I mean, I've been doing this for since I was eighteen. That's been the joke the whole time. Is like we just dump incredible amounts of money into these things that are worthless, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Which is a changing a
0: little bit now. Yeah.
2: Well, I'll tell you, in Maggie Valley, there was some high-end trucks, mm-hmm. high-end mini trucks. I was very blown away. And they're getting that I
0: mean? va- they're they're getting to the point where you see a truck like a nice mini truck and it's 25 grand and you're like, oh yeah, that's normal. But like 10 years ago, if you would have told me a mini truck was selling for 25 grand, I would have been like, you're smoking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. But like now it is like, and that kind of goes to where we wanted to move to next is like parts. Like you, are you, you said you were starting to make some parts. Yeah. Where so is that So beginning
2: at? in April, uh, so we, we, we have, we've already had some of our own, you know, switch suspension branded parts and we just used outside companies to build the parts for us. We didn't have like the facility to do it. Um, So Phoenix Customs manufactured quite a bit of stuff for us. Plus we distributed his products. He's got notches, underbed notches and wheel tubs and three link kits and front end kits and like a lot of stuff that he would use for building trucks, you know, but he didn't really have the mechanism to turn it into a product and market it and sell it. You know, he just had designed it and used it for the trucks he did. Plus he manufactured stuff for us. And so it just got to the point where he realized, like, I really like designing in CAD and coming up with these designs and this new stuff and developing products. He's like, I want to get there. I don't want to build trucks anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to build trucks for fun, yeah. not for a business. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. Um, he kind of was talking about closing the shop down and doing it out of his house. and and But the timing wasn't great. And anyway, long story short, we just figured it out where. He closed his shop down and he's in, him and two of his guys are employees of Switch Suspension and, and he brought over his equipment and we're doing it. So since April, we've been making our own wheel tubs in-house. Uh, we've been designing uh, four links and three links. Uh, he's got some front end kits already ready to go, like full on airbag stuff. And I mean, the end goal is full chassis stuff. You know what I mean? Like that would be the ultimate. You know, I'm, I'm down to start with the stepping stone stuff first. Mm-hmm. The things that we make and sell already, like let's build out on that a little bit, come up with some expansion of wheel tub lines, some other some other fitments and stuff. But um, yeah, that's what we've been doing since April. And it's honestly it's it's doing good, you know, and I'm hoping to right now they're kind of snuggled up in the in the warehouse (laughs) in a small corner. Um, so yeah, I you know, the goal is to move it out of that, you know, and just keep expanding. And
1: you see it. you see the the market for parts like that.
2: Yeah, well, these are stuff that we've been selling for years, you know mm-hmm. that we just either have someone else make for us and so the margin's a little bit smaller or it's just a really basic product like a bag cup or like, you know, just steel, really steel. Mm-hmm. Cut, welded, bent and steel. Most of hard. the
0: stuff is for the Chevy stuff, right? That you're yeah, I mean, about GM now.
2: stuff for us is still, like, the yeah. biggest, I guess, brand. Yeah. Uh, but, like, in the for,
0: in the future, are you what are you looking to expand? Are you looking to expand into any Toyota stuff?
2: Or? Oh, most definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, we have, a, we have a Toyota front clip out there uh, already. And uh, we're going to start designing a front-end kit. We're kind of we're a little tossed because the can-do stuff just kind of came back. Yeah. yeah. You we're know, and I was like, dang, that. that's of. Yeah
0: bad timing for what i wanted to do That's what i was gonna ask like the demand is obviously huge for c10 stuff to where like you can have 10 chassis companies and all 10 are four months behind oh yeah you know what i mean so like you throw an 11th one in there and they're gonna be you're like the demand is still there but if you have like a company that's making arms for a toyota pickup 89 to 94 arms is there room for like another one another one trust me i know so uh I've seen in the past what theirs is like.
2: And so we had this idea of like kind of going beyond that, you know, because we're used to working with C10 trucks and C10 mm-hmm. replacing the entire front cross member is like no big deal. We do that yeah. all the time. And so I'm like, can we just do that? Like there's other issues with Toyota front ends yeah. other than just arms. Yeah. The Tacoma's right. you have to raise up the rack and pinion. Right. And right. So I'm like, let's start with the older one. Cause it's honestly, it's the most simple. Yeah. We'll start with that and build like a whole cross member control arms uh, and just honestly, just do a better job. Even the can-do stuff, like his product is nice, but it just doesn't seem like it's finished to me. There's no provisions for shocks. Okay, yeah. the lower, the lower control arm doesn't even have a hole in it for the airbag. Like there's no upper bag mount. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you've.
0: It's you've more, got. There's it's ways to improve a, it's on like, it. It's more of like a starter. I feel get like get you there, and then you want to more do more I, like a ref, a I want to do one. more
2: like yeah, like a chop and block crossmember for a freaking Toyota. You know? Yeah, that'd be, but that'd be really cool. I don't know if the demand is there. I don't know if they can
0: handle what it's going to
2: cost. I don't know. Those can do arms are like seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? Like the Bio Customs makes a uh, oh, Tacoma kit, and it's twenty five hundred bucks. Or I think it's that's the starting point. Right? I think it yeah. Goes yeah no, it's big yeah. time. Yeah. And,
2: and but like you put that into like C ten world. $2,500 buys you a full oh. crossmember with control arms yeah. and uh-huh. bags and shocks and yeah. everything. So I'm, I'm, I'm only assuming that the cost is high because the volume is low. Yeah. Right. Now, if I have the ability to build them and unfortunately just sit on them, but I can build 10, 20, 50 at a time, kind of get the cost down, or at least maybe the cost stays relative, but you kind of get a better product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? A more engineered product. Yeah. So more complete. Yeah, and I So think we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I I mean I was I went all the way after Maggie Valley. I was making Toyota frames, dude. I'm like, dude, this is so cool. I'm making Toyota frames, dude. Yeah, yeah. But then
0: you get back and you're just like, wait, mm, I don't know. I don't yeah. know
2: if there's the demand. That's yeah. all, you know, like we have the capabilities. It's just will people buy them? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz
0: I mean a, a chassis, if you make a chassis for a Toyota, it's going to be 25 grand, right? No. 20 grand? No. But I'm talking with like brakes and with like well, I mean, it
2: depends. Toyota brakes are probably pretty cheap. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, like honestly, you you can have a marketable bagged chassis, especially for a mini truck, because it's lightweight and nothing has to be super heavy duty. Probably ten grand, twelve grand, something like that. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're talking mig welded and yeah. And, I guess I'm thinking of like like
0: a, like like a full blown yeah. This it, like can't, it won't be like chassis. a super
2: finished one, yeah. you know? Like it's not like a roaster shop deal, but. It, it doesn't need to be you know yeah. we're not we're not rotisserie showing necessarily i don't know and yeah. also the, how the, far the, do you yeah. want to take it? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah and your customer in yeah. the
0: customer base too is different right 100 mm-hmm. yeah. percent yeah they're they're more like hey i'm going to use this they're just here. like yeah. yeah i'm not going to just
2: polish it and show it off i'm going to use it and drag it on the ground right right you know what i mean i could advertise it like hey my lower plate is an inch thick drag yeah. that shit <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: yeah and i think it's kind of there like just being at all these shows and seeing the, the scene progress and everything like that, I think we're kinda coming to that point now where a lot of guys who had trucks back in the day, you know, building them and then getting into other vehicles, maybe like gold trucks or hot rods or something, and now coming back saying, like, Oh, now I've learned all these these mm-hmm. things and I got a little more bread, let's try to build a let's, truck let's again. Do a you know? nice yeah. And yeah, it
0: it's cool, man. It is. And when the and the values once the values stay up, that's when people won't be so scared too, to throw, sure, money, at to them. throw money at it. yeah, because Absolutely. A, if you want a Tacoma right now, you a nice Tacoma is seventy five hundred dollars. Like, and that's a high three hundred thousand. That's a three hundred thousand yeah. mile truck that that still is is whatever. I mean, in the 80, 90, 90, 95s, and like all those are getting. They're they're not going to go down. They're done. They're done. They they're have bought, down. They're now only going to go up or right. stabilize. Right. Well, they're just super reliable,
2: economical pickup trucks. You yeah. know, it's like
0: I've seen some of the four wheel drive stuff in the twenties. Oh really? Yeah, like yeah. A, like a third. well, Forerunner stuff is huge. Always has. Oh been, yeah, Forerunner stuff.
2: Forerunner four by four
0: stuff. Like people eat those up, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a whole different whole different world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. So for yeah, that the that's the up. newest for us at Switch. Well, is the, the manufacturing of, that's side. The future. That's where your near future is. Your are focusing on.
2: Mm-hmm. Our focus right now is on manufacturing and bringing some more
0: products to market. Are sure. you going back to MAGA Valley next year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I already oh, got sick. my rental house and everything. Nice, dude. Yeah. Taking the booth and everything. You're... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. the other thing that I was
1: going to touch back on the booth thing, because you were talking about like your first booth at Cruise of the Pines, which was just like a 10 by 10. Yep. And now your booth is like you roll with your big trailer oh, and like, it's yeah, like it's like a sick. store. It is. It so, is. It's basically
0: what it is. Which is like a good thing and a bad thing. It's really? a lot of work. Yeah. We've kind of minimized the work as much
2: as possible. We have those giant roll around countertops, mm-hmm. which are sweet because they're not only a countertop, kind of separate you. From your customer a little bit because sometimes there's some close conversations so we make it a little extra wide on the top (laughs) and then then it kind of doubles because on the backside it stores all the merchandise the shirts and hats down below so yeah kind of make it a little easier and then yeah we're like so many awnings I think we have six awnings that we it's really cool it's also
0: like a when you go to these shows it's like Friday the shop shuts down and you're like either on the road early Friday or depending on how far the show is and then, the, like, you don't have that much time off. Oh, zero it. time off. Yeah, and absolutely. You're into it. Well, and
2: now, luckily, we just have enough employees where we can split up, you know, mm. because before, if we could afford to, we would shut down, or if we had to, we would shut down. Otherwise, we would just stay super till we close, boom, hit the road, go to the show, yeah. and I mean, it was just like you worked all weekend, and then you come back, and you're back to work on Monday, you know. So now we at least have enough people where we can split it up. Shop can stay open. Some people can be on the road. Some keep, you know, traveling and getting to wherever we got to go. So, yeah, we're going to see. We're going to do, we're going to change it up next year. Yeah. Uh, So we're going to do Maggie Valley, which we've never done. We've never gone that far. LST is the furthest we've gone. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do Maggie Valley, and then we're going to double up and go run over to Battle of Bama. Oh, okay, cool. So that's kind of my plan. You saw that there
0: moving it to Talladega? Nope. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, by the move, way and they move the dates
2: <laughs> oh so this is new information you're, for you're me heard of new first. Information. Um, <laughs> okay all good i yeah. mean we'll sort it out but yeah. it, what i'm getting at is i i want to hit some shows i just haven't been to yeah. and mm-hmm. as much as i love like my local guys and being the title sponsor to Severs and, yeah. and and perfect poise and your stuff like i like all that but there just isn't the money to do all of it uh, so i kind of got to like i'm gonna have to drop some off and try some different stuff yeah, well, yeah. And, just you know, trying just, out different things yeah
1: we run into that all the time like after a few years of going to the same shows over and over and over and creating the same kind of content like as yeah, you crave to do that you want to go mm-hmm. check out something new
2: well and in maggie valley like
1: so we didn't have our booth set up obviously at
2: maggie valley but we i just brought an awning because i wanted yeah. a home base Well, mm-hmm. one of our awnings got our logos all big all over it you know and then the van of course yeah, and, yeah. And it's getting a lot of attention. This and was so, gonna ask
1: you. So, you had a lot of people like, whoa, you guys are here, kind of Yes, thing. we that's had people cool. like,
2: whoa, you're here. And I'm like, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the booth isn't here, okay? Like, I'm not here to sell you anything, nothing. Mm-hmm. How was that? I'm just that here for to you, check though? it out. Amazing. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Amazing. yeah, that's pretty cool. Amazing. I tell you what, we. Well, I work every show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I'm there too. Like, I'm not Mr. Boss Man, go set it up, blah, yeah. blah. I mean, this is the dude that helps set up the awning and, and all that stuff. And, and so it was just so relaxing to enjoy the show, yeah, to walk around <laughs> and do that stuff. Yeah. And like, I had people come up to us and be like, oh, what do you guys do? I'm like, you don't know me. This is sweet. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> That's cool. And, and not that you should know me, but like, yeah, in town, everyone, you know, all the shows yeah. that we're used to going to, they're, they're familiar. Those places. are all
0: new customers too. Yeah. Right.
2: Like, so it's just cool to introduce ourselves. And, and I think if I show up, especially with the presence the booth brings, like, We'll, we'll do good. I mean, it, it helps, obviously, because there's a big expense traveling out there to mm. offset some of that with yeah. the sales. But yeah, just really to meet more people. You yeah. Know? And like, like you see, the merch is cool. So, mm-hmm. like, if you don't buy a pair of compressors, you maybe just buy a t shirt. Like just buy a shirt. And, and, hat, I mean? and, you know? and next time yeah. you need compressors, you go, oh, what's that place? I have their shirt, you know, mm-hmm, or whatever. So, and yeah. you're out
0: there, like, people remember you. Like, they remember the van and all this. Yeah. yeah. they be like, this guy's one of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I mean? Like Depends on which us you're talking well, about. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, I don't know about like uh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Love the freaks, dude. <laughs>
2: but, yeah, no, it's like, uh, absolutely, you've got to be part of it, man. Like Not but one of us, the that, respect. Like, but like a truck guy. You're like yeah, I'm a truck guy. guy. Yeah. yeah, no, you got to be in tune with it, you know. Mm-hmm. All, all the sales guys we hire, these guys typically start off as shipping guys and just get moved up the chain. But they got to be car people. Like, I don't need a salesman. I don't need a dude that's going to talk you into buying what you already called me to buy. Yeah, right. But when you called me to buy, you're like, hey, what size is the fitting on the leader hose for that buyer compressor? Like, he needs to know that information. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, people call here to ask questions and feel like, you know, they're getting someone that knows what they're talking about on the phone. So that's it. And us being in the scene and being part of it. You see, all the guys got yeah. cool trucks out front. Yeah, we yeah, do the, fancy uh, we do Fancy Car Friday where we'll bring in our nice stuff. Oh, that's cool. Park it out. Oh, I like front. that. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: cool. Yeah, <laughs> like in the beginning of this podcast, you know, you say they're, you know, it's it's, and you're not like putting it on. That's true. Like everybody here is like trucks. Yeah, car we're in guys, it, we're and in. like the parking lot's full of cool cars. It's just, yeah. it's awesome. It's really yeah. cool, man.
2: Well, the culture is really. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And,
1: and kind of like sitting here talking with you and really going over all this thing about your branding and your merch and your parts and building trucks is you've developed this culture that is yeah. switch suspension. Yeah. And that's really like super important. Like the most successful businesses have that. Yeah. Have that oh, yeah. culture. Absolutely.
2: Well, like on the sales staff, like they participate in, you know, the, the, the profits, you know, like these guys grow with the company and, and really not even individual. Their, their bonuses are all like, How did all of switch do on their side, the part sales side, you know? So it's like, everyone pushes each other. Everyone's trying to do better. And I just constantly push the customer service, like, like someone's calling you and and maybe they're being a jerk over the phone or whatever, but they're not calling you because they just want to call you and be a jerk. They have a problem, right? help yeah. them, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like so many places I've called, you call, you call summits customer service. I don't know what country you go to, you know <laughs> what, <laughs> what I mean? Like, you call here and you talk to the guy you see on the YouTube video, you yeah. know, like yeah. he's the dude, you know, what truck he drives, you know, like, so they just have to have that knowledge and then, uh, just. Patience. Yeah, man, just, towards just the for empathy. real man. Like empathy. the customer service is free, totally free, you know? Yeah. Like, let's help them out. Let's, yeah. let's not make it difficult just to make it difficult. You know, it's like, oh, this guy wants to return something. Our policy says 30 days. It's been 37 days. You know, it's like, just help the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that's for, but just help the guy.
1: You yeah. Know? Like, no, that's going to go a lot farther and, than and, anything.
2: And not to be taken advantage of either. You know, like, this isn't Walmart. Like, you can't go install your bag kit, say, I don't like the way it rode. Yeah. Throw it all back in a box and ship it back to me, and get your money back. Like, yeah. I'm not here to get stepped on, mm-hmm. but. I'm just here to
0: be fair, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, and and cool.
2: honestly, a lot of times more than fair, like let's just make life easy for you. So next time you need something, you you're going to come me.
0: back to us and you're going to buy it from mm-hmm. us. Yeah. yeah.
1: that No, that's so cool. So I guess uh, another question is, is like we're sitting here in this big facility and, and it's so like, it's so grandiose. What do you see it getting bigger? Do you want to have, like, different, like, so you have, like, a East Coast shipping maybe for faster shipping? I thought or? about it,
2: honestly, yeah, um, because, and the cost involved as well, you know, but just managing two inventories and then, you know, obviously finding the right person to run that whole show over right, there. Right, that'd be challenging. A little challenging. But do you want to see it in, like, five or ten years? Yeah. So I don't want to rent anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is a great facility and I like it, but it's very expensive to yeah, have thousand square money. feet. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, in a newer building. So eventually, I'd like to have our own spot, and uh, and it would need to be a little bit bigger. Like we're seventeen thousand now. I probably need to be like warehouse and install facility about twenty, and then fab shop maybe could be like ten or fifteen, or maybe even ten. Like so you like need honestly, like thirty. It 000. could be smaller. Well, I, and I'm thinking and just. Terms because all my fab guys are like West Side dudes. So they, they commute like forty five minutes just an go hour back just to, to get South here. Phoenix. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> And the price is right. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's where. But, you're so like I, I, sympathize for them and like we're like a family. dude. like we all? I just try to work with everybody. And so it'd be nice to have install facility, warehouse, and retail showroom all under one roof. The really kind of fab stuff is is kind of dirty, so and 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 loud, and just it'd be nice to have that in a different facility and. It, it'd be cool to do it closer to where they're at. You know, it'd be inconvenient for me to go drive back and forth, but to help them out, make things nicer for them. Not to mention, real estate's way cheaper on the far west side, yeah. mm. and so and there's a lot of industrial. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of industrial <laughs> stuff over there, so it just yeah. kind of makes sense. But yeah, that's that's the goal is to c- quit paying rent. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of it you know what I mean just making someone else money yeah a,
0: you're, you're not throwing the money away but you're throwing yeah, the money away
2: it's kind of I mean we gotta have a place to stay right we gotta have a place to stay
0: yeah yeah exactly but someone else is just like thanks Yeah, appreciate that. (laughs) Well, and I don't
2: know what you know about commercial real estate, but they do not care about you. Oh, really? No. 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 Oh, no. Like we're responsible for anything that happens in this building. Um. Like I didn't get a brand new AC, but if that AC goes out, I got to buy a brand new one. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's It's like you own it. It's all on us. It is. It's completely like you own it. So it's. Yeah. Anyway, I want to get away from that. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Try and get a retirement going, you know, like some kind of big asset, not just like cars. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know what I mean
2: like my retirement looks like a 59 volkswagen Ragtop. <laughs> you
1: know? what do you what are you driving now what you, uh
2: so I drive the shop truck a lot dude so we got a the train. van or no, no no the van doesn't get driven other than just out front every day really okay um we have a 2020 silverado single cab long bed okay it's black and we lowered it put it on wheels I don't think it's like that a yet. shop so truck. sorry yeah it's okay uh I drive that quite a bit I like that one um, but I feel bad, like, because sometimes I'll have stuff going on in the morning. The guys at the shop might need it. And then it's like, oh, I had to take my personal truck to go run this air. And I'm like, oh, I feel bad, too. I just, like. So I also have a Ford F450 Dually that we use to pull the big trailer and stuff. And so sometimes when I feel like I want to be a baller, I'll drive that truck around for a little <laughs> bit, you know. like, Because it's a nice new truck. I yeah. just, it's not convenient to drive a crew cab long bed around every
0: day you no, know? No, so. no it's not as easy as it
2: sounds no yeah it's it's plush i mean yeah. and all that but like yeah it's not convenient
1: to drive so yeah the long bed shop truck yeah, is like the, my go-to that's cool heck yeah. yeah that's
0: awesome Yep, that's really cool well you know, man well yeah we're yeah. we're into this we're that's uh, it that's it Are we now no, well, no, we, no I mean, we keep going yeah, but we can go. you got anything oh, to talk yeah. about no i'm just oh. saying like yeah is there anything you want to talk about do you have questions for us yeah, um, what do you want to <laughs> How'd you get started, Frank?
1: I don't even know you guys. Yeah, let's,
2: let's make this three hours. How'd you get started, Frank? Um, no, man, I'm good. I just, you know, uh, thank you guys. This is cool. No, thank
0: no, you. No, we like, appreciate it. Yeah, we, uh, thank you. Um, we want to give something else away again. So I don't know if you want, if we can decide on something. Yeah. Just let us know. We're okay. always down to give your stuff away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah easy. That? <laughs> That's easy. That's easy. Yeah, it's uh, just,
2: it's funny with all like, I'll, I'll just dive into this real yeah. quick too, like all the shows and, and, you know, even sponsorship stuff. It's like, I don't make a lot of the stuff right now, yeah. you know? So it's yeah, like, oh, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like when someone hits us up for like, oh, will you sponsor my truck build? It's like, well, I might as well just like mail you a check and keep my inventory I have because I'm not, pr- uh, you're promoting via or you're promoting yeah. the brand of whatever I'm selling you. Do you still get a lot of that? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. And then the shows too. Like you know, there's a lot of shows, and they they see us at other shows. So like, hey, come do our show. It's like, dude, I, I'm not going to be in Mississippi in August, yeah. so mm-hmm. uh, I won't be part of that what? Home Depot parking lot show.
0: This goes back <laughs> but, to what I was telling, sorry. like talking. Well, <laughs> you know how they are. Like <laughs> I, know, I like sorry. they all start somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm I like being a
2: part of everything, but at some point, like I just can't be at every show. That's the straight up fact, and like. And as, and, as, and as much as we get hit up, I can't give everyone stuff to give away for their raffle. You know, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. I finally made a rule about two years ago. I'm like, look, guys, uh, I want to be a part of the show. Send me your flyer. I'll promote for you. I'll do that kind of stuff. But I can't send free stuff for your raffle if I'm not even going to be there. And we t- you know we, we, t- like we deal with that.
0: We deal with that ourselves. Yeah, people ask for raffle stuff. And, and you know, I'll try to do it. You know what I mean? The same thing. We'll share your flyer. You know, mm-hmm. I'll try to send you something and, and all this stuff. But as a show promoter, and if you're a show promoter out there listening to this, you have to understand it when someone like asking is fine. Yep. Hearing no is also fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not going to ever know unless you ask, but just cause someone tells you no, or I can't be there. I can't do this. Don't take it as personal. Right. You have to think about even me. Well, i we've you sponsor the forbidden fantasy. You're the presenting sponsor of forbidden. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you were to be like, Hey, I can't do that this year. I'd be like, that's totally fine. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? And
1: also what you're saying too, on the other side of the coin, being the, the, the person who is being asked, it's also okay to say no. Cause like, that's what I struggle with sometimes. Like, I don't want to like, you know, someone comes you know like, her hey, feelings, man, man that's all there is to it. On, like, like, I'm well, like, ask, it's, well, they got, asking. they got
2: good causes, you know, Hey, all yeah. the money's going to the cancer thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You no, know,
0: it's like, man, I want to help dude. Like I do, but gosh, I always tell, like, how yeah. do I
2: tell you? Yes. And the other guy, no, exactly. you know, it's so hard. It's, it's I always tell
0: people if you want free stuff Make up a, a thing that says like I'm throwing a car show for veterans or cancer, and walk around a booth and be like, "Hey, can I get a t-shirt for my raffle?" You'll walk out of that show with all <laughs> kinds of free stuff. It's just there. like there's no show. I'm not. I can't <laughs> say no to that. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, yeah. So. But it is a difficult thing, and and even, even us, like when I approached you about this podcast, like, "Hey, do you want to be a presenting sponsor?" This is what the cost. And it's a weird thing for me to ask that because right. I'm yeah. asking for money, for what. Like, so we can hang out. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I like you get that. Frank over here. We can hang yeah, out in yeah. this empty office. Yeah, but essentially, like, it is a weird thing. Sure. You know, like, sure. to be like, hey, give me X amount of dollars per month or whatever for me to say your name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for you, it's also got to be a strange thing, too, because you got to, like, where am I going to put that my money at? Like, yeah. where's my return?
1: Well,
2: that's uh, what we're do, talking you about. You do look at the return, but at the same time, it's, it's I just put all this stuff under the category of advertising. And yeah. I say, hey, man, all of it helps. Yeah, it's getting you know, your this, name out there. This all what of it helps. Yeah. I've, for real. Whatever yeah. I can afford, like it all helps. Yeah, Digitally,
0: though, yeah, they got reports, and they'll show you what,
2: what it does, and that's yeah. pretty impressive. you know. But I'm thinking it at doesn't least
0: matter. 25% of your sales come from this podcast. I Absolutely. would disagree. Yeah. I would oh, disagree uh-huh. with you. <laughs> <laughs> we're but here to re- no, we're thank negotiate you. I, I love yeah. all of it. <laughs> I do.
2: I just like being a part of it. That's it. You know? That's cool. I like what you guys do, and so I like being a part of it. That's, that's awesome, right back drinking. at
0: that's that's there's few people that w- I like what they do. We like mm-hmm. what they do. And Definitely it fits with mm-hmm. everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 That's when it works out. The best is when when, yeah, just everybody likes everybody and you like what they're
0: doing. And because you ever listen to like a podcast and be like, and this is been like sponsored by A.G. Greens Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing these reads and you're just like, OK, I get it. They're probably spending a lot of money on those ads. Yeah. But, but it's kind of like, I'm just going to skip over that. Again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. oh For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah for it's for like sure. this one. We want to tell people where to go. Yeah. Like, well,
1: because hey, it all fits together what we do like this is our lives that's what we do we go to shows we make videos we create content you know you're selling mm-hmm. parts like it all just fits together yeah yeah, yeah. you know you had that epiphany uh, a long time ago about the, the wallet thing you know you're like why am i gonna hawk a wallet like that doesn't okay, make yeah, any sense like why I had a
0: guy hit me up and he's like hey um on your youtube videos um i want you, if you, i'll pay you money you make a little commercial 30 seconds you put it in your thing and i'll pay you x amount of dollars and, and i was I was like, oh, cool. And then I go, no, I'm going to promote. That's when we started the giveaways. I was like, oh, that, well, why yeah, don't we just right. talk about yeah. the giveaways? And it's like, we give stuff away. So you spend money on our site, not someone else's. And it's stuff that we like. Like, you know, we're not mm-hmm. giving away some
1: weird thing. Huh. It's like, there's
3: a
0: water purification yeah, ex- system. Ex- exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and, it, and it makes me feel better. Like if I say, hey, Seth, give me this thing. It's $200. The $200, we're going to give it to someone. Feel better giving it to, asking you to give it to someone because mm-hmm. then we consistently talk about it and make videos about it and all this stuff. So I feel good about like getting that for someone, no, yeah. Like asking for free, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe this for free, but I'm I'm not. I'm going to give you some advertising for it, yeah. like yeah. instead of just asking for it. Like I don't know. And I'll put on a goofy wig. With some fake teeth,
1: oh, yeah. T- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The back and forth
2: with the square tank was so
1: funny. Dude. Throw the
2: tank back here, here, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, so that was fun.
1: great. Yeah, and that's and that's just like you know we're creative people, so yeah. it's just it's just fun being creative. Yeah. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's it. Thank that's you. It. Right, awesome. Baby, this no. is cool. You're like end. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but yeah, switchsuspension.com.
0: Thank you. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel. Everyone that's watching this already knows, but switch yeah. so suspension you, on Instagram. Yeah, if you're listening to this, you can go and watch it because we will um, we'll walk around the shop real quick and get some photos and videos and we'll put it on the on the visual podcast. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thank you, guys. We exactly. appreciate your time, man. Yeah. No problem. Cool. All right. All right. Well, oh, I'll, I'll send, I'll send you, you an
2: invoice for my
0: time. <laughs> no, wait. We were going to do that. <laughs> oh, my. God.
1: Oh. No, I already have it ready. Hold on. Oh, this costs money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later. We'll see you next I'll week. Idea. later. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>